This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. And sometimes the conversations are discouraging, but other times it's very, very encouraging, like when we have our monthly visits with our Come to Work friends. Uh, Come to Work is a program run by the CNIB across the country. And today, Wayne Henschel is joining us, Director of Partnerships with CNIB. And Wayne, the question at hand today is why do people say don't be the last to apply? We're going to get into that, but the Come to Work team is continually working with a talent pool, venture pool, partner employers to open the doors to opportunities. You and Tracy, uh, who often both of you come on the show together, talk about all the ins and outs of these programs, the offerings, the networking. And speaking of that, coming up in October in Toronto and November in Vancouver is the CNIB Connecting the Dots Conference. So just to put that in people's awareness, because it is coming up and hopefully you'll get into that as well. But all this to say, why uh, this topic of don't be the last to apply? Why are we focusing in on this and what about it should we be focusing in on? Well, it, it, folks, it's Wayne here. So I think when you think about it, it, it's it's often about how do we how do we demonstrate those skills, and it's not just about being better than everyone else. It's about how do we demonstrate the skills that we are actively seeking, we are looking to actively engage. And as employers are going through their recruitment cycle, whether it is posting for the jobs and seeing who is applying early in the cycle, whether it is a organization that is putting out a call for a quotation from from uh, from uh, various vendors, right, as they're looking to engage with the venture pool side of the house, those providing products or services, they're they're evaluating, right? Uh, who are the folks that are going to be able to fit into their their organization? When I say fit in, complementary to their organization, doesn't mean that they're looking for the exact same. They're looking for diversity of 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 approach, but they're looking for some of those demonstrated demonstrated skills that that everyone really wants to see and observe so that they can be successful within their organization. And I and I break it up into three areas, right? One is around tenacity. Are we tenacious, right? Are, are, we, are we not accepting that? Uh, I heard earlier about that no, right? Uh, no, it's not a, not a good answer. No, I can't do that. Well, what is, wait a second, actually I can. And I have a story to share. And every time you folks have me on here, I always have a story. But uh, I was meeting with a brand new talent pool from out in the Alberta region. Uh, just uh, just a week uh, or 10 days ago. They are a newcomer to Canada. This person is 19 years of age and they are a newcomer to Canada and they were pursuing higher-end mathematics. That's, this was their love since since, uh, since they were kind of got into grade school and were pursuing then uh, post-secondary and going on in, uh, for further studies. But they were told from their, from their home country, well, the algorithms aren't really accessible from a screen reader standpoint you probably should look at something else. And this was their teachers mm-hmm. telling us, their their guidance counselors telling us, the school board telling them this. And they're saying, but why do I have to give up my passion? So you know what, know what they did? They said, all right, I'm going to create the solution. So this 19-year-old individual created a software as a solution, software as a service uh, business where they have made it so that the algorithms can go through and be accessible to their screen reader. And, and, and they're now turning that into their business and wanting to see, okay, how could they work on, on applying that out into the educational system here in Canada? A 19-year-old individual, one year in Canada, right? Uh, and, yeah. and this is what they're tackling with that tenacity, right? That tenaciousness. Nice. 
right? So I, I look at that and I say, that's what people are looking for. That's when I'm talking in partnerships, when I talk to uh, uh, employers, uh, when I talk to organizations that are looking to engage with diverse businesses out there, that's the skills that they're looking for is that tenacity. So if you're always the very last minute person, you're always the last one, you're just getting it under the wire. Are you demonstrating wow. the tenaciousness that is uh, is being looked for? No, you're not, right? And and I hate to use that term, no, but how do we demonstrate tenaciousness of, if I said I was going to do something, I'm going to do it. And by the way, don't tell me, no, you can't do it. I'm going to show you a way that we can do it so that we have that diversity of thought. The second thing is, uh, I call it respectful, right? And it's not about, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, all, all those things. It's more about how do we respectfully engage, right? So how do we how do we take this uh, activity? And if you've applied for a position or you submitted a quote uh, to to for for a bid opportunity, how do you re continue to engage with with respect in mind? Because you're demonstrating, hey, I'm here to collaborate. I'm here to be part of the solution as we go forward. I've, I've demonstrated my tenaciousness by applying on time and with all the details that you're looking for. Uh, or with that quote, and now respectfully, I am following up. I'm, I'm, I'm continuing that conversation so that we can further that. So even if you don't get that job opportunity the first time, but that person that remembers interacting with you as part of the pre-screening application process, they remember that you were tenacious, you were respectful, then as new opportunities or other opportunities come forward, whether it's a new bid, a new quote for something through your venture pool side of the house, or whether it's the next opportunity that comes down, let's say it's a month or two down the road, they're going right. to remember that because you're that collaborator, yeah. you're, you're that tenacious person. And the last piece that I would say is detail-oriented. And when I say detail-oriented is, okay, if the application says you need to apply the following things you need to provide these as part of your application or the quote that you're being asked to give says you need to do these things or it needs to be done by a certain date if you leave it to the last minute then they're going to think okay they're they're are, are they really focused are they being intentional in, in how they're engaging with me or are they detail oriented no they they know their stuff they're bringing they're bringing their a game as the saying goes and the, and they're really looking to demonstrate that and, and wouldn't that be great to have on our team if we have a person that is tenacious respectful and is uh is actually detail oriented that can help us accomplish our goal as an organization or meet this uh requirement from a venture pool from a vendor uh management engagement and i'll pause mm -hmm. there we we get thinking sometimes okay my going after this job begins when i appear okay maybe I get the door open by my resume, but really they're waiting for me to sit there, smile and talk to them and answer their questions. And I think a lot of what you're saying, Wayne, no, it starts earlier. I also just want to mention, Wayne, the 19-year-old from Alberta. Now, I know recently uh, there's been money set aside for employment and for assisting CNIB with programs uh, out there. So congratulations, that aspect. But looking forward down the road, if we maybe can spend some time and talk about the, the beliefs that you have, the differences, things like that could make, as we're always talking about, let's throw resources. Today, it's been a theme on our show, the resources that aren't aren't there to help students and schools and stuff like that. But, you know, when, when money's put there, 
it's quite a charge to decide, okay, we've got some, we've got some extra support. What are we going to do with it? And and um, I don't know if that process has started, if even the money has shown up, but we we had uh, heard about that a while back out now. I'm just going to pause before I move on to the next question. A- am I right? Can we do that down the road? Yeah, and it actually ties uh, well into not just that individual, the the individual, the 19-year-old, but an individual that is in the financial services industry, right? And and as you look at that and look at, okay, how can we enable them with the right technology? So the technology tool, yeah. because if they currently only have a like the one individual that is a venture pool participant, they have they're they're trying to be a financial analyst, but their laptop is so old it's not even on Windows 10 or 11 exactly. or the current Mac S. It's so old. So how do we enable those elements to uh, set them up for success? Whether it's through yeah. grant opportunities, right? Uh, that we've had out. Uh, there was just a, an announcement from uh, from the Moneris team as an example, where they put out uh, as part of a Small Business Month, they put out a grant proposal, and they were intentional engaging not just CNIB but persons with disabilities small businesses that are starting up hey would you uh, we'd like to you to consider applying for these grants that are available to help along the path right and and we we shared out at CNIB we're not we're not the holder of that grant but we're sharing it out to our 106 venture pool uh, members across Canada to go and compete for these opportunities because hey, if you can get four thousand, five thousand, even five hundred towards that opportunity, that allows you to now make that step right. Being tenacious, being uh, being respectful, detail oriented. How do we how do we then turn those ideas into reality, right? And and yep. when you think yep. about the the software development cycle and and that individual, that nineteen year old that I was talking about. They're saying, yeah, I'm still pursuing my my education goals, right? So they're not finished yet, <laughs> but they, they, they're starting this business, uh, which is great. But they're also saying, hmm, do I want to go down the education path and, and become like a, a professor? Uh, or do I want to beca- go work for someone like a Microsoft or an Apple or someone out there that is, is so much looking for software developers? Because obviously they have skills, right? They have tenaciousness, yeah. they oh, have yeah. the oh, adaptability. Yeah. So how do we make those connections work? And 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 that ties into the the second part of our question here. And what, Tracy was unable to join us here today, but uh, she would always be uh, mindful of, of sharing that uh, th- those elements of what we do within within Come to Work, whether it's a region like Alberta or across Canada or Ontario uh, or or British Columbia, wherever the individual is. Let's make sure that we're setting the goals that the individual is after, not the goal that CNIB wants to set or those potential funders, and and I, I say that with all respect. Again, I'm, I'm very respectful to the to the funders that support the programs and initiatives. But the important part that I, I I am mindful of as I as I share and engage and talk to many folks is we need to meet people where they're at, right? mm-hmm. and then based on the goals they have, let's then set meaningful goals so that we can build up that confidence, build up their their tenacity, build up those those elements because as it's all three of us on the call here can can share it's not going to be easy right it's not we never say it's going to be easy but we but we we certainly know we can do it right we we have many individuals that do it and some individuals just do it because they they need to and want to right so again our 19 year old individual that that just it wasn't that i was impressed although i was uh, I, I never put people up on a pedestal i was just saying this individual is demonstrating what we have been talking about in the Come to Work program, mm. which is we all come to the various pursuits that we have 
with our passion and our interests. We're going to come to engage and we're coming to work. And, and that attitude is everything. I think you folks have heard about the CNIB's strategic plan, the way forward, where the first pillar of that is about attitude is everything. And part of that is about the attitude of the wider community. But I also share that it's also part of us within the community itself is that our attitude helps us then move things and change things as, as we go forward. And, and the last piece I would share in just a, on a personal note, because as uh, my daughter, who is, uh, is now in, in uh, second uh, year of high school, but in grade school, uh, she had invited me in uh, and, and I observed where people were being pulled out of the classroom while they were talking about technology. And I'm going, why, why are they being pulled out of the classroom? Like, I don't understand, right? And, oh, those are persons with special needs. And I'm going, but why wouldn't they be learning about the technology with all the rest of us, right? Why is it needing to be pulled separately? So my, my daughter now gets it, right, as we go forward and says, yeah, this is just Wayne, right? Uh, I think you've heard me tell the story. Uh, about where he introduces me as Wayne, her dad, not Wayne, the blind guy. Mm. Right. Exactly. Wayne, appreciate your time. I uh, appreciate all the insights as usual and the information about the offerings from the Come to Work program. Thank you so much. Thank you. Wayne Henschel joining us for our monthly Come to Work segment, and they want to hear your feedback. So we will give you information on how you can do that uh, for future segments, for future conversations as well. But they'll be back in November. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.